You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the watched workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to pick it and I ran back to the team Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning. Welcome to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial. The Martin Houston Show can also be seen broadcasting on Facebook at Martin Houston Live, Tide 109 Live, Alabama Alabama Tradition, as well as on the personal Martin Houston page. Also, check us out on YouTube in playback mode uh, or live if you so choose, as well as the Twitter account at Martin Houston three five. We're live, local, and ready to get things going on this fire sale Friday. Alabama one hotline is fired up. Open and ready for business. Looking for your call, or you can interact with us on chat and be a part of the conversation there as well. We are so excited to get the day going. So, thank you so much for making us a part of your morning routine. Uh, let's get things going, Mr. X. How you doing, X's and O's, Xavier Houston? How you doing, sir? I am doing good. How are you doing? Doing good. Glad to have you uh, in on the the conversation, man. Um, before we get things going, want to remind everyone that this is a day that the Lord has made, so let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone, be the difference you want to see in the world today. All right, got a lot we can get to. Been a while since we had you on. Uh, we can review. Uh, some recruiting news. Uh, we can start things off with that in just a minute. Uh, I don't know if you guys have, have read the Lane Kiffin interview from SI. Some things that Lane said from, uh, uh, earlier this year, uh, you know, we really didn't report 
there was already some beef going. Uh, I found some comments from Jimbo that he shade at Nick Saban. Wow. Um, uh, back in February, right after uh, signing day. So um, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that uh, conversation as well. And we'll also uh, get in on um, the um, whole uh, um, who's right, who's wrong, Jimbo, Mr. Character. And, we, of course, it would have been a fire sale Friday. We may go back and hit a few things from earlier in the week uh, that that um, we, we hadn't got to. And time permitting, we, we may start this conversation or we may kick it to next week. Uh, and, of course, uh, that's regarding Bryce Young. Uh, you guys be thinking on this. Will Bryce Young be Alabama's first 5-50 uh, and 50 guy? Um, and will Will Anderson be a 20-40-100 guy? So, and what those two things is, will Bryce Young be Bama's first 5,000-yard passer and 50-touchdown Quarterback and will uh, will Anderson have twenty sacks, forty TFLs, and a hundred tackles uh, in a season? And if so, would that be the greatest two two single performances uh, in in, in, a, in a year? So uh, we, we can we may get to that, may not, but either way, we can get to it. X, you we were uh, talking a little bit. Let's start off with a little bit of that recruiting. Um, news, of course, um, we know about Eli Holstein. Uh, reaction to uh, Mr. Holstein pulling the trigger uh, and choosing the tide earlier this week? Yeah, I think it was a big hit to Alabama. I know we've all been kind of sitting around waiting on March Manning to see what he's going to do. But, you know, Nick Saban said, hey, I don't have time to wait. I like Eli, I think he, I mean, apparently he thinks he's just as good, if not potentially better than than Arch, and he likes the things that he brings to the system. And you're talking uh, about a big, physical, athletic kid at 6'4", pushing 230 pounds that can move well and test it very well at the Nike Spark Combine uh, just at the end of last month, beginning of this month, so... I think Eli is a big get, and he can be the face of this class that really helps pull in some of these other big-name guys. Yeah, about Eli at four commitment for the four commitments for the 2023 class. Definitely a get. Uh, Alabama not um, uh, holding off there. And, of course, uh, we're not mentioning the young man name, but one recruit uh, potentially – at the, uh, let me see, was the catalyst that forced Nick Saban uh, to call out uh, one of his former coaches. Um, but uh, al- along with that young recruit, any other uh, news, anyone else uh, uh, making any decisions around the recruiting world that you're aware of? Uh, well, we've got Cedric Baxter. Uh, he's number one running back in this class. He's the former teammate, high school teammate of Christian Leary, who's going into his sophomore year. 
he has added Alabama to his list and is going to be making a visit at some point either during the summer or this fall. So that's a big look and having the ties of a former teammate never hurts. And also Elliot Washington, who's the first guy that signed in this class. Um, he seems to be opening back up his recruitment. Uh, it doesn't seem like he's decommitting, but he, you know, he's, he's a 17, 18 year old kid and he wants to, wants to take his visits and at least see other campuses and, and enjoy the experience of recruiting, which I feel like every kid should, no matter if you already know what you want. Do you think he's been offered any money in an NIL deal? That is a good question. Uh, you know, he, he's from uh, down near South Florida from Venice Beach, so um, you, you just never know nowadays, and I think you know, with the way Nick Saban called some people out recently and other coaches, it's been leaked about the things that they've said. I think that's going to be a little bit more hush-hush on, on what we find out. All right. Well, Ryan uh, Kiffin, Gil Fisher, and story, but this is, this is kind of long uh, – uh, quote, hang in here. This is this is uh, Mr. Lane Kiffin. Uh, he said, criticize me for saying that. People are saying that people are paying them to come in um, um, <clears throat> to come in by saying that's not what is happening. That is exactly what's happening. It was the end of his answer to the whether NIL will impact or has impacted the locker room. These comments were made prior to Nick Saban's assertion that A&M bought every player. It was also before a reported gag order on the SEC coaches. But because of that comment, that the comment comes off as even more genuine. So leading up to national signing, if a name, leading and m in comparing era recruiting to free agency saying schools have different salary caps or financial capacity i joked the other day i didn't know if texas m was going to incur a luxury tax how much they paid for their signing class because of how much they paid for their signing class Saban said people are making deals with high school players to go uh, to their school. Uh, and then, now, here's, I don't know if you guys have heard, here's Jimbo. Jimbo said, then to have coaches in our league and across this league to say it, clown acts. So he called, all right, he, way back after the signing day, Jimbo Fisher called the coaches who had said, Something publicly clown acts. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, in our league, the guys typing about NIL about transfer portal are using it the most and talking about it the most. That's the ironic part. What? 
Hold on. Now, now, I'm not even finished with what all Kiffin said. But my question is this. Is the Saban situation and the Kiffin situation, I mean, that thing goes all the way back where Jimbo actually called them names. Right? I mean, think about that for a second. We're going to get the break here, come back on the other side. I want you guys to think about what, what has happened in this and how much of this is, it was was brewing and, and Saban didn't come out, respond to him. He called the clowns back. On the other side, you live on Tide 100. Traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks as we start our Friday morning. Everything pretty quiet around town. If you do see conditions throughout the day that folks need to hear about, of course, give me a call, 205-886-8886. Now get a lifetime powertrain warranty on any used car at no cost. From towns of Nissan, I'm Captain Ray. Anakin. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A good chance to dry out in coming days. The sky partly to mostly sunny today, the high around 80. For tonight, clear and pleasant, the low 59. Tomorrow and Sunday, lots of sunshine both days with a warming trend. The high tomorrow, 84. The high Sunday, 89. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 64 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Are you receiving unemployment? Your benefits could be at risk. Here's how you can protect yourself and your benefits. Never respond to mail notifying you of a false claim in your name. Never answer a text message asking you to verify your account. And only respond to official Alabama Department of Labor's social media pages. Report fraud at labor.alabama.gov fraud. Brought to you by the Alabama Department of Labor, ABA, and the station. The Alabama Department of Labor is an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request to individuals with disabilities. Dial 711 for TTY accessibility. Scott Smith and Softmark Design doing business for 17 plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at Softmark design.com interact with the martin houston show by calling us at 205-342-9904 or tuning into the martin houston show on facebook Again, this morning, I uh, apologize for uh, technical difficulties on my side this morning, uh, but we will hopefully get things rolling right away. I uh, want to bring X's and O's, Xavier Houston, back into the program. So, X, uh, just just uh, get you and Joe's initial response to those uh, comments by Mr. Lane Kiffin himself. Oh, yeah. Uh <laughs> I mean, when you look at it, Lane, Lane never pulls any punches. 
says what comes to mind and uh, it, I, I think he, I think it's true. You know, it's not always going to be about the best coaching or the best facilities anymore. The things that really make players the best. It's about how much some of them are going to get paid because of you, you never know the situation some of these kids come from. So they'll look at that more than really what what has made college football what it is as far as getting high competition level and getting to the next level. Yeah. Uh, Joe, you have any thoughts on Jim, those early comments by Jimbo and, um, and, and, and Lane and Jimbo. <laughs> had you heard that? I had not seen that Jimbo had called them clowns um, early in the year, early in February uh, in the year in February, I should say. Well, he's been defending his program from these shots uh, really really since signing date. Lane Kiffin was talking about how, uh, you know, luxury taxes and the other. He's talking about salary caps. Uh, but, you know, to, to Xavier's point, the NIL is just the newest resource to manage. Yes, facilities and coaching will be taken into consideration, but NIL is definitely going to be taken into consideration as well. And I think that makes Lane Kiffin and Nick Saban feel a little helpless, uh, but but I, I think that that just means extra work for those guys on uh, on the resources that they that they have real good uh, a real good handle on you know facilities, coaching, development, uh, and, and they're going to have to try to get their fan base and their booster base up on the NIL game. Yeah, and so when you think about <laughs> uh, Lane, uh, he goes on and says several other things. And and this is the point where Lane sounds like the one who has probably worded it as well as anyone. Um, and, and then we'll get to maybe some some a couple other things in terms of what he said. But he this is now remember this, he also had actually came out quoted uh, his article. I mean, this interview before Nick Saban's being thing publicly. He said, there are all kinds of issues that are coming. And uh, we haven't seen what's going to be the big issues with NIL yet. Let's say reports are true and some high school quarterback is making a statement and all. How is he coming into the locker room? Are the coaches going to need to play him? Or are donors going to be mad when he's not playing? The first round that the donors draft I love that you, you hear what he said. The first round pick that the donors draft. I've been in that situation before referencing him being a former NFL head coach. The people paying that are going to want that guy to play. If he's not playing, how is the backup quarterback who is earning just scholarship going to all kinds of issues? Long time they figured it out. Coming out of college, when made to switch limited rookie contracts, when they really figure it out, incoming guys get less. The NFL figured it out uh, with the cap uh, and uh, got better in the rookie contract years ago. The rookies were making more than the ten-year vets. They fixed that. That's a major problem in college right now. You've got good players who are returning starters not making anything because people are paying the ones coming in trying to get them 
in NIL bidding wars. People are going to criticize me for saying that. People are paying them to come in by saying that's not what's happening. That is exactly what's happening. Does like Kiffin, um, people haters, um, and, and I've said that, but he brought up another point, uh, Ed and Joe I talked about, and I even thought about it a lot. But this, the, 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 the challenge going to be the booster influence because of the money they're paying, wanting guys to play. What impact is that going to have on the game? Oh, I, I think it's going to have a massive impact on the game. Because I, I, I was talking to somebody about this the other day, and when you look at the NIL, it, it, these these boosters, the, these fans, whoever it is, they're they're putting in an investment, and everybody that um, that invests in something wants an ROI. So what? So as you said, what happens when this kid isn't playing? What happens when this kid transfers after a year or two because he doesn't like it there? He's homesick, whatever the reason. What's what's the return on that? What what happens to the, the money that was given, are there, going, are there going to be stipulations to get it back? It can just become a very dangerous game when you're literally buying players. You got anything on that? I'm not, you know, I, I think that, uh, I, I think that, oh, it's going to, you know, it's going to change the game, sure, but it's but players have been getting paid, you know, my whole life, in, in, in my opinion. So I, I don't know if it's going to be that much different. It's just out in the open. Uh, it's just out in the open, and, and it's going to be, it's more expensive right now in this moment because it's legal and because it is out in the open. Give it another year or two, and let's see if they're still paying as high a dollar, as high a price, uh, as we, as we've been, you know, as we've been hearing on the reported side, uh, in the last, what, 12 to 14 months. Let's, let's see what happens to the, in the next 12 to 14 months to see if, these, if these boosters are still going to be paying this money for another eight and four Jimbo Jimbo Fisher season, uh, I, I don't I don't know. I think the market will settle itself out. I think that we have a lot of uh, excited people excited to come out of the shadows and spend some money. Now, now with your you're your talking about with you going back to the salary cap and boosters, uh, bo- boosters wanting to see certain guys on the field. That's just going to have to come come down to a strong coach. Uh, you, you know, we 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 talk about think about what's going on with the Miami with the Miami Miami Heat at the current moment. They've got a high dollar high dollar player Duncan Robinson sitting on the bench uh, in favor of Max Struess who's a cheap cheap player uh, because Eric Spolstra thinks that Max Struess is giving him the best chance to win. And we see that with we see that with Bill Belichick as well. He he basically plays whoever he thinks is uh, going to give him the best chance of, uh, at winning. Uh, and, and so it's just going to come down to a strong head coach. You need to, you know, coach Saban 
when he got here, basically said, "We'll accept your money, but you got your influences. You, you you can't be in my, you know, really hands on in my program. That's just going to have to continue." I think that Steve Sarkeesian is looking at a huge uh, problem. You know, we've all known that Texas boosters have been a problem uh, to, for for coaches in the past. Well, that's going to continue to be a problem, and I, and I think that it's just going to come down to a strong head coach saying, "Do you trust me to put the best players on the field or not?" I mean, I appreciate you buying Jimmy, Johnny, and and Billy, but you know Steve is the best player for the for for this role right now. Uh, so I think it just comes down to is having a strong head coach. Yeah, well, uh, I agree with uh, the part. I think the market is going to correct itself as well eventually. I think you have desperate programs and desperate things to try to. Uh, get back on the level playing field with the Ohio State's, Alabama's, Georgia's of the world. Uh, where have you not heard NIL deals being uh, that big of a deal at, Joe? You heard anything from Georgia, from a, from a, from a outlandish uh, recruiting type of standpoint? Really, the Alabama's, the Georgia's, the Ohio State's, and, and Clemson, you really think about it, they really, you hadn't heard a whole lot. It's those programs that are really close, like the Texas A&M of the world, the USC's of the world, or it's those teams that are really desperate, like the Tennessee's of the world. So you're right. I think you're going to see those things kind of level themselves out when when the market settles and they realize I'm not getting a lot of value. Uh, not as much. They're going to get some value, but not as much uh, a bang for the buck. And I think you'll see the collectives – out and settle. Uh, and you see a cap. I do think it's going to become a It's one thing someone and have to go to that guy privately. Like, like we know what happened at Auburn, right? When you look at. Um, what happened with Auburn and what happened with, um, you know, um, what's his name? Yellowwood. Jimmy Rain. All of that. Jimmy Rain. Jimmy Rain. And in the whole um, situation with him, you know, maybe wanting to get rid of Harson is what they said. Well, if he's all of a sudden able to put money out legally, he don't have to be quiet about what he's done, right? Uh, I'm, yeah. No booster has to be quiet because now they, 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 hey, listen, they, 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 we, we helped you get this guy. They, they don't have to hide that they helped get a guy anymore. So I think, as you said, Joe, I think it's on coach, they're going to all be, so it's going to be interesting to see. What happens there? Coming back on, we're going to transition to a little different station. Uh, unless you guys have something else you want to add to Blaine Kiffin thoughts and comments on the other side, you listen to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service 
experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn, which we can customize to meet your needs. Or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com. That's peptalks35.com. Or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show. The sound of Bama sports. Your show. Your team. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. Hey, let's get to Pat on the Alabama One Hotline. Pat, you're in with the Martin Houston Show with X's and O's Sports. What's on your mind, sir? Good morning, fellas. Uh, first off, this morning, Martin, you're absolutely correct. Your second contract in the NFL always brings you the most money. And uh, these people that are trying to bring these players in, number one, we don't, they don't know if they can actually fit into college life. Uh, they don't know. Uh, most scholarships now appear to be uh, year-to-year instead of a four-year guaranteed is that not correct? Um, I th- it's it's technically four years, but <laughs> but, uh, but they yeah. annualize it each year. Yeah, I guess you that. Uh, so as you know, that's all, that all falls under the process. If you're not performing, hey, you get processed a medical red shirt. You may still be able to go to school. But I mean, and it, and it, go, and it goes to other places besides just here too, and that I see this as oh, you know, these people are gonna and and if they're little uh, how do you say, uh, Mister Mister Rain's project uh doesn't get on the field oh for two years oh you know hey and he forked out you know a million bucks. Oh, you know, hey, that's what happens. And, hey, boosters are not going to be as pleased 
and, and unless they are seeing results. And everybody cannot win a national title. And at the current situation, when there's only four spots, everybody can't even play for a national title. What do you think? Uh, guys, go Pat, no, they no. are all playing for a national title based on the importance of the regular season. Uh, but I agree with you. No, you know, only one team ends up. Only one team ends up happy at the end of the year, and that's going to create a lot of upset money men and money women. Uh, so I think it's going to create a, a, a kind of a complication. But to go back to my original point, after that complication arises, I think you'll see the market reset and settle itself out. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and, and that, that's that's the topic you got to look at. That as it, only one team ends every year on top, and some of these schools are going to be buying players, and they're going to be there more for the money than they are for the on the field things, and that can always lead just more drama and things down the road. More, more, more drama and a and a harder. Uh, harder control over the locker room is going to be some of the biggest issues. Anyway, hey, it might, it's going to make for interesting radio. But uh, hey, y'all have a blessed weekend, and uh, hey, be careful with the fireworks, uh, Xavier. And uh, hey, y'all have a blessed one. Thank y'all for taking my call this morning. Thanks, Pat. Uh, Curtis Lewis, you in with the Martin Houston Show with X's and O's Sports, Xavier Houston, and uh, what's on your mind, sir? Hey there, Martin. I think we're going to take this too much as an individual. As far as boosters go, is to take away the take the face off of it and let people put money into it, just like you would going to McDonald's, just like you would the lottery. Uh, Tennessee has a great plan, and they used it uh, is with the QR code. Use the QR code on the cups in the stadium. Use the QR code on the TV screen. Use the QR code wherever you want. So the individual person can put money into the collective or into the program simply by getting the QR code and say, well, give a dollar for this or give a dollar to, to, the, to the program. And people would do that readily because they do it every day anyway. And it doesn't give you the money to one particular individual player, but into the collective, uh, into the tie program. So people feel like they're a part of it. And it's like you're going into the stadium. For every person that goes into that stadium, you hit that QR code, you may get uh, the bigger cups in, in Coke, or you may get a bigger fry, whatever, a bigger slice of pizza, whatever it is, but that money goes directly into the money to fund the players themselves. So you may have, what, 100,000 people into a stadium at a time, and you get an extra dollar because that person got an extra large cup or exercise pizza. Well, that money goes into buying the players and making the players happy, and you're able to let the coaches or whoever going to dole out that money, dole that money out so it's not for any one particular person to get mad when they're playing on the field. Well, you don't have a player. You put money into the program, and that's where the money comes from to, to support the program or support the players. Therefore, you don't have one person having any more power per se, to say who gets to play or who don't get to play, because the coaches get to call that, and they always get to call that. But you may see a more of a benefit, because now you've got more money to give to the players. And that's what we're looking at. We need to have the money to give to the players, and we can do that now without individualism. And that's where you, mass marketing comes in. And that's just simple marketing one-on-one. That's all that is. You want a person to have buy-in, but you don't want a person to have control. 
Yeah, and Curry, I think that something like that, is a good that, idea. that thought process is a good idea. The problem is that's not the way – first of all, there's no structure around it. So, um, you know, they can get money from whoever, and a booster can, you know, give uh, – I mean, I can give $1, and then the booster, even if they did give it through a collective, they're going to let you know um, that they gave it. You, you see what I'm saying? Like – like, like the collectives are set up and they're out to live. Realize they're asking is you own you own your business, Curtis, and I come to you and say, hey, would you give um a hundred thousand for the collective? Okay, uh, but there is no certain player per se. The collectives. Uh, and I'm all are set up the same way, but a lot of like the Alabama collective, they sign players. Okay. Um, a player may be a part of the collective, but a player could also have his own contract uh, separate from the collective. And what that means is if ABC company, if Joe's company signs Bryce young, um, he could go directly to Bryce Young and Bryce Young's marketing agent potentially and get a deal with Bryce Young. Or, um, you know, a company could $1,000. Bryce Young, you know, and all these. And so the guy say, hey, my next thing, Bryce Young, Bryce say don't want to do it. Okay. Now the collective has to go to the next player. And then the next player. <laughs> and and so uh, which way am I gonna do it? I'm I'm I may or may not uh actually uh trust that I'm gonna get the guy I want. So that may be the reason these collectives aren't all the collectives aren't getting as much because I may not directly Control because the player can say no, but if I'm under contract directly, I say yes. I have to do it. But but that's what I'm saying is you don't go directly to a booster. That's you got to take the individual out of it. Take him out. You just want the money. You don't want the individual at that point. So what you're doing is you collect the money without the individual. And see, so if you take the individual out of it, you take the face out of it. And you take the face out of it, all you want is the money. But you're going to have to get the control to the coach. The coach is the one who's going to determine, just like with any head coach in any program that's professional, you got to run this college thing just like a professional team. So, therefore, the coach makes that call as far as who he's going to get, who he's going to play. Well, he's the one who's got the control over the money. So, yeah, he gets to make that call. So, therefore, you don't have to worry about the boosters doing that, and since the boosters don't have that control because they put all this money into it, you're getting the money from the, from the fan base, from the collective of the fan base. Not the collective that's collecting the money for the, for the, for the school, but from the collection of people out there supporting the program. And that's, that's hundreds of thousands, hundreds of millions of people. They might just gave a dollar. But you can't expect that you're going to be able to tell McDonald's how to make their product because you gave a dollar. That's the same thing with this. You can't. That person's well, not going to expect I, to have any control. I guess what I'm saying though is, is yeah. he 
keep breaking up. First, in the institution, have some guidelines. With name, image, and likeness, it's going to come down to the person's ability, their name, image, and likeness. And if you restrict them from getting money from someone, the biggest thing I don't I think name, image, and likeness biggest problem is not with the current players. I think the biggest problem right now is the impact it had on I recruiting. Yeah, I don't think the I think that the the way it's being handled once they get to college probably is going to be okay. I think the problem is with the recruiting. If you stop that, I think name, image, and likeness takes a big leap forward. What do you guys think? Oh, I, I agree wholeheartedly. I, I I agree with Nick Saban, even if he never said it. I don't think you should be buying players because I just think that potentially adds a lot of stipulations and, and things that can make the college experience terrible. Pick the college you want to go to because that's where you want to play football. That's where you have the opportunity to play football. And then once you're there, earn your money, make your money. Yeah. Joe, you have anything? No, but, but I mean, uh, well, the, my only thing is, uh, you know, we, we, we have a, we, some some people have a contract of what NIL is, but what it really is, what, what, it's, being impo- what it's being implemented for is because these players are, are making a lot of money at these uh, for these schools. You know, I may be the left guard that never plays, but I'm still at Alabama working hard for the football program and producing for, for the, for, you know, producing uh, for, for the school. And so, and so they're getting out and, you know, when, when you talk about it being on the recruiting side of things, you're getting out in front of the production on the field and saying, you know, you're, you're a part of the, of, of the organization. You're a part of the, of Texas A&M who's making a lot of money, uh, Texas A&M football, who's making a lot of money for our, for our school. You know, it, I, I, there's some argument to be made that my name, image, and likeness is, has value just because I'm wearing the Alabama uniform, the A&M uniform, the, the Miami uniform, regardless of my production. But, is that- but, but that's the thing. You're, 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 you, have, you have the jersey. That's not high school. Once you have the jersey, once your last name is on the back of the jersey, make your money. But you, you haven't earned it before your name's on the back of that jersey. The, but the uh, the program is is worth uh, uh, an exorbitant amount of money. So it, it, you mean you, you, you once you commit to the pro, once you get to the pro, once you're enrolled in the program, which essentially is what Jimbo. I mean Jimbo, Jimbo, and all the my and you know Miami. We're not, they're not getting paid before they get to the program. They're not getting paid before they enroll in campus. Uh, all you got to do is enroll. Hey. You're, you're part of the program, and you and you're you're doing the work, man. Uh, trying to you know. Help making money for your school, and money because they came there, not because they're there and enrolled. There's a total difference between giving a guy who's never been on campus a promise, promise of coming to your school and getting money, versus the guard who is on campus and then getting the money. I mean. You 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 you, you, unless unless signing bonuses is part of it. And that's what we have right now. The portion of NIL is that high school piece is like a signing bonus. And and you can't have a signing bonus 
in the NIL, according to, I mean, and, and still keep your amateur status. Remember, there's amateur status and there's NIL. If your state doesn't have anything against it, then it's not illegal and it's not anything wrong. It's still a breaking of the NCAA rule because you gave that kid a signing bonus. Now, for uh, that's why Saban, Saban made it plain. I'm starting you're talking about. He wants every kid in Crimson Jersey to something for the team. Because he understands that one, uh, I mean, a, a scholarship who may not play the scout team has uh, ha- goes a long way toward helping him continue to build his program and become a national champion. But a high school kid has done nothing for the program. They're not getting the and, money. I mean, that's the stipulation. Jimbo and, my, and Miami and the, these other programs—they're waiting to they're enrolled to get to, to, to get the money. Joe, but they're Joe, but the, you, you, you're not listening. to What I'm saying is they're they're promising them that they're going to get it when they enroll. The promise is the violation, not the not when they get paid. You can't offer now. Remember, uh, uh, Joe. As far as college football in Texas, in the state will override us. So Jimbo's not done anything wrong. I mean, you know, I would say Saban, uh, the rule is not broken till you get to 11, and he would play over in 10.9. He wasn't breaking the rule, but he'd go right up against it. Well, Jumbo in all of these states that have rules that don't say you can't offer high school kids money, they didn't break any rules. As far as the NCAA amateur status, it says that you cannot use money or incentives to entice a kid to choose your school. That's where I'm saying either that needs to be dropped from the NCAA rule or there needs to be something where everybody either is or isn't. That's what Nick is hated. And cause of like a letter, Jimbo didn't, he didn't do anything wrong. He just maximized his opportunity. What I'm saying is, you're giving that kid something and promising him something, Joe, that has nothing to do with what he did for Texas A&M. It has a contingency based on what he might do for Texas A&M uh, if he goes through with his commitment. No, they're not paying them till they step foot on campus, uh, but they use that promise to get them on campus. That's why I said it's like a signing bonus. Hey, if you sign with me, I'm going to give you this money. Now you have to come out, and supposedly you have to earn it, but himself said straight. Not pay them something, Joe. Something. Not, and it get it to their performance on the football field. So, technically, NIL can't be because they're at the school playing. It can't be because they scored touchdowns. It can't be because they practiced. They actually are supposed to go do something. It's not a 
it has to be a quick pro quo. If you have this much money, you have to give me. Uh, I mean, I have to do something in return for that. Either it's an appearance, an autograph, etc. So that's but they are doing that in Miami every every Friday. They're going, they're, you know, they've got to go do commercials, and I'm sure that there's 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 a uh, there's going to be requirements of the of the players at Texas A&M once they get to 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 the campus. Uh, so, so I mean. It, the, the, it's a difference in philosophy between Coach Saban and, and and Jimbo Fisher at the moment. And yes, yeah, you're, you're hitting about the, the NCAA rules, but nobody cares about NCAA rules. I haven't cared about NCAA rules for 15 years. NCAA rules, NCAA rules are just going to pick and choose when they can enforce what they can't enforce anything. So why? I mean, college football is not under the NCAA. They're, college football playoffs not under the NCAA. Yeah, basically the only person, the only people who can enforce anything is conference commissioners right but i guess that but that's what nick saban is saying is if we do this we need to uh, nick saban didn't say he wasn't gonna do it. he said he don't want to do it right so so like he needs to get on board remember, if he wants to keep winning and, and 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 that's what that's what lane kiffin said lane kiffin said hey i'm not gonna wait on it to change i mean if you go back and read his sports illustrated he said i'm not gonna wait on it to change he said all these coaches waiting on it to change they better get on board but I'm not I'm not remember I'm not saying he cheated or anything. I'm saying that the the NCAA has a rule and the states have rules. That's the problem. Uh the NCAA in their stupidity once again the sport without any oh Closing thoughts, eh? Uh, yes, uh, closing thoughts. Big Alabama got the big get with Eli Holstein earlier this week. I think it'll really start to set this recruiting class into place, and we'll start to see more guys as the summer gets rolling. I also believe that there needs to be something done with the NIL just to get a uniformity across college football, whether it be you can have signing bonuses, or not, there needs to be uniformity amongst college football. Yeah, and hey, listen, the NFL pays players too, but they have guidelines, and that's all the NIL needs, guidelines that all of the participants play by the same guidelines. I think that's what Nick Saban is asking for, whether that's you can recruit and entice or you can't recruit and entice, and there's a, a cap. Hey, the NFL has a cap. You can, no matter how good you are, Bryce Young can only earn so much money next year when he goes. Then there, and off you recruit him. Yeah.